0: Welcome to FireFox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello everybody and welcome to Firefox News Online. We will have the uh, talking points for you in just a hot New York minute, just as soon as I can get my fingers to actually stop uh, hurting so much. Uh, what can I say? It's one of those da- it's been one of those days, uh, just having a moment as stuff happens. Let's see here. I'll move that over here, like so, and then we'll just scoot over here to the clip computer, like so, and push a few buttons here, and like so. And now we'll just do a click on that, and a click over here, and then we'll click that, and click that, and Okay, here's the talking points, folks. And now, America, it is time for talking points. The views and opinions expressed in talking points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my talking points, am I going to tell you something that you're not going to believe? Or then again, maybe you will, given the last eight days since Election Day. Well, apparently, President Trump has tweeted out a video showing, in an unnamed state, two guys collecting ballots. Now, I'm going to show you this uh, on the video platforms in a little while, but I want you to understand something. This This is not a very short time after the state was called... And they're still collecting ballots. Now that's rather unusual, I think, unless they're going to collect these ballots and just store them. Because if the state's called, why collect ballots? If they're going to the count center, now there's something wrong with this picture. I will attempt to put the sound with the video, but I want you to understand it is tricky when I do that. But we will try. So, Here's the number one problem with all of this to me. The state was called. That means the counting stops, doesn't it? I mean, somewhere along the line, somebody has to say, okay, if there are any ballots still out there after the state's been called, then bring them to the collection center and we'll store them away as uncounted ballots. Now, normally, I would think that's what they would do. But apparently, given the circumstances of this election, I wouldn't assume that at all. In fact, I would go so far as to say that it's very possible, however unlikely to some, that this ballot collection is going to be added to the official count. That's my guess, anyway. I mean why would they still be collecting ballots and taking them in to the count center or or to the place where they're supposed to collect them, gather them, whatever? It's very strange. Add insult to injury, okay? Let's, you know, look at this logically now. We're talking about ballots that were at drop boxes in a state that's already been called. So that means the counting of ballots is over, or it should be. Now, I know that sounds strange, and it should sound strange, because given this election, everything is weird, strange, and outright ridiculous. And eight days after the election, the Wisconsin governor has decided to Well, tell everyone they have to stay at home. Yeah, that's another lovely little tidbit. If you're not aware of it, well, I'll give you the simple, the headline that is, well, this Wisconsin governor, he's a Democrat, signs new stay-at-home executive order. Very interesting how this is in a state eight days after the election, and they're still in dispute. Why would you sign an executive order where the ballots are being disputed, governor? That's really interesting. Well, I'll have that story for you for discussion a little bit later on. But I want you to understand something, America. We're dealing with unknown variables. We're dealing with Democrats who will steal this election any way they can in order to keep Donald Trump out of the White House for a second term. And let's also bear in mind that anything is possible, anything, given the way the Democrats are sitting there just, I don't know, biding their time, if you'll pardon the rather obvious pun. So we're kind of caught in a catch-22 with this election. We really are. The court battles, the Democrats at each other's throats, you know, liberals versus progressives, or should I say liberals versus socialists. It's really becoming a nightmare situation. And guess who's caught in the middle? We are. We, the American people, are caught in this insane, ridiculous situation. Democrats, if your attempt to steal this election is unsuccessful, I'm hoping that you're smart enough to tell the American people that side with you, to keep their asses off the street and not do anything stupid. In other words, don't sit there and say nothing. Tell the people that support Biden and all that shit that violence in the streets, retribution against Trump supporters and all that stuff is not going to fly. Because if you don't, and you let that happen, then you're just as guilty as the person or persons involved. And I guarantee that will be your undoing. Come the midterm election, you will end up losing more than you think possible. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. It truly is uncharted waters. What we're dealing with in this election is truly uncharted waters. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on social media right now. And I have an announcement to make before we go on with the rest of the story. As of today, Firefox News Online Productions is making the transition officially from Facebook and Twitter to MeWe and Parler. The reason for the transition is because of the ongoing censorship of conservatives on Twitter and Facebook. Now, we will continue to use Twitter and Facebook, but only to announce the links to the broadcast once people start making the transition from Facebook and Twitter to MeWe and Parler, and I hope many of you will, especially all conservatives, we will be able to have a platform where we will not be censored, shadow banned, or outright told oh, you can't say that, you can't show that, you can't do this, and you can't do that. You know, my parents are deceased. I'm a grown man of 57 years. If there's something on my screen that I don't want to see, that I don't agree with, I can easily take it off my screen. And that should be my decision. The censorship between Facebook and Twitter on conservatives like myself Is an abomination. And that's why the transition to MeWe and to Parlor. Over time, when more and more people start signing up, and by the way, Parlor is gaining a lot of support, far more than ever before. And I've been a member over there since, I think it was July of this year. And you know what? Now I'm making use of it more and more. In fact, I'm going to be checking Parler during the course of this broadcast. And I might even check MeWe from time to time. But I will be using Facebook and Twitter less and less over time. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. I know I said this before, but I'm going to repeat it. Trend the broadcast globally on MeWe and Parler and the other social media platforms right now. And with that having been said, it is now time for the rest of the story. Okay. Having a little trouble keeping my throat clear tonight. (sighs) With this crazy weather, the possibility that, you know, I may actually have a cold. Nah. Highly unlikely. But one never knows. Do one. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. As always, it is a pleasure to bring this broadcast here every single night that I'm on the air. Uh, Chief of Simple Facts of Life and Gunslinger are in the Mixler chat room. Watching by way of Periscope.tv is, of course, Gene and Cherokee Rose. And nice to see you both. And before I go too far... I want to wish all the veterans everywhere in America a happy Veterans Day. And uh, I know quite a few veterans. There are people who say that the term "veterans" should never be used for uh, members of the New York Guard or state defense forces. Reason: we didn't. They claim we didn't earn the right. Like hell we didn't. We're not out for benefits. We just want to be recognized for our service to our country just like the members of the armed forces of the United States were and still are. That's all we want is just to be recognized. I served my country two tours of active duty here in the United States during September 11, 2001 during a time of war and I'll be damned if I'm going to have my service marginalized over one simple word, veteran. I am a veteran. I may not get veterans benefits, but I'm still a veteran just the same. I've done my bit for king and country as the saying goes. Well, guess what? There are men and women in the state defense forces in the states that have them across America that are doing the same thing. Many of them are retiring from those very state defense forces. They're being honorably discharged in so many ways they are veterans. Just like our federal counterparts. So to them, to all the veterans of armed forces, whether it's the the armed forces of the United States or armed forces of your state, Happy Veterans Day to one and all. Now, having said that, however, uh, there's a guy on the phone lines at 347-945-5747 uh, who is, well, probably scratching his head over, the, over that ballot business. Now I'm gonna to get to that in just a sec. As a matter of fact, I'm, I've, I've got it all set up right now, but I'll get to, I'll play it out in just a moment. The reason being, I want to get to Gunslinger first. Now, Gunslinger, how you doing, brother? Hell,
1: Biden, hell, Biden. Oh, and camel Toe i forget that.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, 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 is it, say, that, say, say that again. I have the speakers too low.
1: I said, Hail Biden. hell, Biden. And Camel toe. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Excuse you know, me good one effect. second, counselor. I have to grab my industrial strength barf bag here. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good associates with. Hi Hitler! If you get if you can put the three together, <laughs> be a perfect match. Okay. No doubt. Yeah,
2: tell us <laughs>
0: about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I hey. wow! Before you get started, there's another uh, social network here y'all check out too. It's called Orby's. O R B Y S dot net. I'm a member. It's just like Facebook. It has the same format, but you don't get put in Facebook jail free speech. like the other ones. Check it out there. There's a link in the chat room.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. I'll check it out. I'm not going to do it during the course of the broadcast, though. I'll check it out later after I get off the air. I think, I've che- I, think I looked at that once and uh, didn't sign up with it. I forget why now. Oh, I know why. I remember now. I'm already signed up with too many. I have to pick one. The other social medias are just a backup. There's another one that I found. And I signed up with it, too. And give me a second here. It's called MyLibertyPage.com. Yeah. Yeah. I'm signed up with so many now. It's I, I had to pick one that most people gravitate to, and a lot of folks are gravitating mostly to MeWe. Well, they're signed up with the other ones too, but they're, they're using MeWe and they're using Parler as alternatives to Facebook and Twitter. And let me tell you something. Because of all the censorship on Twitter and what they've done to President Trump, censoring every last one of his tweets... Except maybe the video one that I saw just a little while ago tonight. That I, I downloaded it and emailed it to myself, so this way I could have it for tonight. Now, here's the thing: people are gravitating to parlor, and by the way, it's not spelled p a p a. Try again, George. P a r l o r. It's Replace the O with an E. Okay? Just so you know. And they're not called Tweets. It's not Twitter. They're called Parleys. I know, it sounds strange, doesn't it? But you know what? I'm over there. Gunslinger's over there. Uh, Cherokee Rose is over there. I I, uh, click follow uh, with them. Uh, Iggy Mom, I, I believe, is over there. And a lot of folks are getting over there. Now 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Back up the bus, Gus. And as Quick Draw McGraw used to say, hold everything. Chief of simple facts of life. Now wait a moment, my friend. Let me I he says in the chat room, folks, I, I can't believe he He actually thought I would say something like this. He says, you forgot the part about sit down and shut up. No, I purposely forgot that. I'm not going to tell somebody to sit down and shut up because, first of all, telling a person to shut up is rude. My mother taught me well. But there are times when you have to. Say, hey, shut up. Yo, shut up over there. Excuse me. Would you mind terribly shutting the bloody fuck hell up? Thank you. Yeah, and that, there's times when you've got to do that, no doubt. Um, but telling a person to sit down, well, at this time of night, if you're, if you're at your computer, you're sitting down already, so that, that's kind of redundant. <laughs> so, it's not that I forgot I just purposely forgot I I, I did you know yeah anyway <laughs> I told you folks we like to have a little fun here along the way mm-hmm. so we're going to have some fun tonight too don't be surprised especially me I'm having I'm going to have my share of fun whether whether I like it or not <laughs> anyway Oh, he, oh, Gunslinger, it wasn't me he was telling that to necessarily, it was you uh, when you did that hail Biden comment. You forgot to, to you for, you're you the one who forgot the part about sit down and shut up. Aha, uh-huh. thanks for clarifying that, Chief. I knew there was, I was missing something. Gun? Are you there? Uh, okay,
1: yeah, um okay, huh.
0: <laughs> what's the matter? Did chief stun you?
1: Well, did, I thought he was talking to you, so I, I had no idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> no actually he he's he, he was he was saying that to you that you forgot the part about sit down and shut up well, <laughs> chief, come on, man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man.
3: Oh, man.
0: You know know something? That's going to become the national phrase to attack a Democrat with. Look him straight in the eye and go, come on, man. Why not, you know? Uh, Well, yeah, check this out. Here it is eight days after the election, and the governor of Wisconsin signs a new executive order stay at home executive order. Then it better be one hell of a good fucking reason. Because the, there's I believe there's court cases going on in Wisconsin. Am I right, Guns There there uh there there are challenges in Wisconsin?
1: i like what I yeah, I think I yeah, I think there is.
0: Well, there's, there's challenges all over in those, in those
1: states. I mean, it seems like it's coming out more and more and more. Of course, I knew it would because, you know, come on, man, Biden. Hell, you know, he stole it. Uh, but that's what he expects expect with a Democrat. They're sleazy. They're underhanded. They're corrupt. Hypocrites. Did I name a few key characteristics there? I think I did. <laughs>
0: well, Tony Evers has got to be out of his ever-loving fucking mind. And to look at this guy, he looks like Joe Biden. I'm serious. Uh, let me see if I can... Uh, yeah. Okay. See if you can... Uh, Linger, I'll I'll put this in the chat room. See if you can see this. This picture, okay? Because this is what this is the governor of Wisconsin, okay? And uh, let me see if I can put him up on the screen here. Uh, Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I I, I thought I put it in there. Oh, there it is. There's that. There's that. Now click that. Uh, bear with me, folks. Uh, there we go. I'll even I gotta even I gotta increase the size of this this image there. That'll work. Okay. Now, now, folks, I'm not kidding. Oh, you've got to be kidding me tonight. <sighs> You're have one of those days, folks, where things just don't want to go your way. There now this is the Wisconsin Governor for those of you looking on the video platforms that's Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, okay now bear in mind, this Wisconsin governor this this looney tune has decided it's not safe out there. Yeah. get a look of this. <clears throat> Okay, so Wisconsin's Democrat governor has implemented new coronavirus lockdown measures, signing an executive order urging residents to stay home. On Tuesday, Governor Tony Evers said the state has now become a national hotspot and stated the stay-at-home order is the next step to slow the spread. Evers compared the rising COVID-19 cases in Wisconsin to New York when the Empire State hit peak case levels in the spring. He noted there are now 25,000 new cases since last Friday, and the crisis is urgent. on a tweet from Governor Evers. Folks, it's not safe to go out. I'm sorry, I'm I'm picking on the bastard because I think it's ridiculous. He says, folks, it's not safe to go out. It's not safe to have others over. It's just not safe. And it might not be for a while yet. Limit your interactions to those you live with and stay home as much as you're able. Let's hashtag stay home, save lives together. Okay? That's what he tweeted, and that was posted today. I'm concerned about what this trajectory means for healthcare workers if we don't get this virus under control, the Wisconsin governor said. Each day this virus goes unchecked, is a setback for our economic recovery. Evers added, our farmers and schools will continue to suffer unless we hammer down hard on the virus. Well, let's see. So you want everybody to stay home, knowing full well there are challenges in court in your state right now. Nicely done, Governor Evers, a Democrat, an obvious Biden supporter. Do you really think that people aren't going to see this for what it is? Subterfuge? Treachery? Uh, Governor Evers, you've got a lot to learn. People aren't stupid. They know why you're doing this. It's not because you're using the coronavirus as an excuse. You're pathetic. And I swear to God, he looks like Joe Biden's brother. Gunslinger, what do you think about this mess? Like I said, I think that this this has a lot more to do with the court cases than it does coronavirus. Go
1: ahead. Well, it sounds like it is a mess. I mean, I did it, are he's in this lockdown mode now. That's governor. I mean, what are they hiding? Why are they doing this? Well, they're Democrats. They're evil. They're they're corrupt. We all know that they're all corrupt. Okay, even well today may not the Democrats way back. Might not have been this corrupt, but these Democrats today, man, they, they, uh, they corrupt some bitches. Let me tell you. Uh, I, you know, if there's something. Well, just like I said, the numbers don't make sense. You know, you can see the the the, the deal with the Trump and Biden. There, Trump was what at five, oh no, at two fourteen, and all of a sudden Biden shot up to to two ninety, out of the blue. And Trump's number didn't even change one single number. If that right there don't tell you there's something rotten in Denmark, I don't know what will. Okay, I really seriously. Okay, you got to be a you got to be a rocket rock scientist that to, 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 to can't see that there's something wrong with this. Okay, and we're seeing it every day. You know, more and more is going to come out. I guarantee you. Just watch. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um... The, the harsh reality is, uh, we're dealing with, you know, w- with a very strange circumstances, a set of circumstances as it relates to this election. Okay, we've got a we've got a quote unquote pandemic, which has made the election far more difficult than it need be. Okay, then of course you have. Um, A very unusual circumstance in one instance where Biden got, I think it was in in the neighborhood of somewhere around 135,000 votes, and Trump didn't get a single one. How the hell do you get, does one person get all the votes and the other person gets nothing? Nothing. In a presidential election, especially as popular as President Trump has been, especially amongst his base, there is something seriously afoot. As Sir Arthur Conan Doyle said, or wrote in the James, I almost said James Bond, good Lord have mercy, in the Sherlock Holmes novels, or one of the novels that is, The Games Afoot. Well, the Democrats are playing a very dangerous game. And if it's found out, truly found out, and I believe it will be, that they committed election fraud, those in the Democratic Party that vote, I hope they wise up and get the hell out while they can. And to the Independence Party, I happen to be an independent, you better wise up and stop caucusing with the Democrats. Distance yourself. Seriously. If you know what's good for you. Now, I'm a conservative. I vote Republican. I voted for a Republican across the board this election. Starting with President Trump right on through. I couldn't show you the ballot. I, ha- I actually have a picture of my ballot. I shouldn't have taken it, but I did. And nobody saw me do it, so... It's not like they, you know, they were going to see me doing this. And if they did see me, they didn't say nothing. But I voted right across the board, Republican. I've had people say to me, because I do that every election anyway, they say to me, why don't I vote why don't I just join the Republican Party? I thought about it. I like being the odd man out. I really do. I enjoy being the odd man out when it comes to elections. When it comes to uh, choice of party, kind of like the being the underdog, you know. <clears throat> now, I'm going to uh, put this video on the get this video uh, ready to rock and roll. Now there you see those of you watching. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the street view, okay. Now pay close attention to those containers up the street and just left of, just to the left, okay. Um, Gunslinger, if I if I were if I, I my advice. go to, uh, to facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N and pick one of the video platforms to uh, take a sneak peek with. It's going to be slightly delayed, so you know I would suggest using Vaughn because it's usually the fastest of all of them. Uh, but whatever one you pick, check it. You're going to love this. All right? Before I do anything else, This one, I think it is. Bear with me. I uh, think a little... All right. 717 area code, go. A poll worker sucked my cock, George. You're done. Goodbye, asshole. See you. Have a nice day. Fuck you. I should have known. All right. Now, where is, I uh, think it's, yeah, that one. Ballot? Uh, I hate that. Ballot? Okay. Sorry for the uh, no sound for a second there, but uh, it is what it is. All right. We're going to try and do this with a little bit of synchronization and a little bit of luck. And here I w- now but you'll hear you'll hear the person talking to the the ele- the election workers. So here goes.
3: Ballot yeah. I thought they collected them all. I just want to document. Um, no, we're still collecting. How much? Wait, but how come they already called the state? Because these uh, are mail-in ballots. Are there a ton in there? Yeah. All right. Are you collecting from a lot of places? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll just, I'll just document. Thank you guys. Thank you. Are you guys official election guys? Alright, and let me just ask you one thing. Where do you guys take them? Election stuff. That's it. Is that in the government building? Delight County. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Are there a lot more in there? Six feet, please. Okay. Thank you, guys. I just want to see because they called our state so quickly. I know. I am.
1: You don't, have a, you don't have a mask either. Oh, yeah.
3: Sorry.
0: All right. Now, sorry about that. That's the uh, platform that I use for this. Um, I want to, I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> I want to show you folks those of you watching on the platforms, if I can get in here. Now, you see right there, if you're watching on the video platforms, there are three, there are three bags stuffed to the rafters, as the saying goes, with mail-in ballots. All right, now I'm going to try and zoom this around here. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. Now. They're stuffing, un- he's trying to close this one. It's so packed full. All right. Now let me bring this up a little, move this a little further. Oh, wait a minute. So you've got three bags right there already filled. Now look right here. Look right here. The bin, there's only a, the bin still has a shitload at the bottom. All right. All right. Moving it and bringing it to motion. And he's putting that one down and of course now they're getting another bag ready. All right. So that's by my count. By my count, that's 5 full bags of mail-in ballots that, have been co- that were collected well after Election Day and after the state had already been called. Why are they still collecting these ballots? What possible reason would they have if the state's already been called? And why are they taking them to the collection center? The collection center is where they start counting ballots. As I said before, a game's afoot. Gunslinger, were you able to see that? <clears throat>
1: I didn't see it but I can I can I can imagine what's what was in there. I've tried to get that Vaughn live back up but it won't it don't seem to be loading very well for some reason. I see a chat uh, man, but it just, it's just establishing waiting for this, establishing waiting, establishing waiting. I see the I, says no. a, mm.
0: That sucks. Yeah. I know. It's a it it, it 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 you know what? Fine I'll send you the video. It's a small it's small yeah, it's, in the it, file it, where I can email it to you. Yeah, just yeah,
1: yeah. send it to me.
0: Yeah, uh, anyway. So the way I figure it is this. Okay. They're collecting, by my count, they have, in that video at the time it was taken, they had five full satchels of mail-in ballots. And there were still more in the bin. So why are they taking these ballots to the to the collections to the to the to the collection center where they count ballots if the state got called? are they trying to commit election fraud blatantly? Well folks, before I uh, Before I go any further, I obtained this information from theBlaze.com. And there's more to this story than just that video alone. So here goes nothing. Uh, By the way, 347-945-5747. Chief of Simple Facts of Life, feel free to call in if you'd like to join us for the discussions. Ah, and by the way, I want to get to to a couple of comments here by, uh, by Chief. He said, how could the votes go like that? It's possible. The odds against it are only 52 million to one. Okay. I would go probably a little higher than that, probably 52 trillion to one, but, you know, that's just me. Um, and she says, I'm not a member of any political party. I voted straight GOP. There you go, buddy. Yeah, you don't have to be a member of a political party to vote. You can register and not join a party. Most people don't know that. But I, I don't know. I felt a little strange not, do, not joining a party. So my, my parents, one was a Democrat, one was a Republican, and, uh, well, I didn't want to join the party my mother was in, and I didn't want to join the party my father was in, so I, I turned to my parents and I said, I'm being, I'm, I signed up, to, I registered to vote today, folks. And Dad looked at me and said, oh, what party did you join? I said, the Independence Party. That's when the shouting began on his side, <laughs> on his part. <laughs> he started screaming bloody murder. Oh, well. Well, chief of Simple Facts of Life has a question of the day that I've been asking a lot. Why was the media in such a hurry to declare Biden as the president-elect? By the way, just so you're aware, folks, no media outlet, no media outlet whatsoever can declare a candidate the president-elect they can sit there and say, we project that candidate A is the possible winner of this election. They cannot call them president-elect. Officially, that cannot be done until the Electoral College does its job in December. So for fixed news, Uh, That's Fox News, in case you're wondering. CNN, the Corrupt News Network, and MSLSD, that's MSNBC, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. uh, They want to sit there and call him president-elect? That's pretty stupid on their part. They should know better. Obviously, they don't. I'm not even calling Biden the winner because it's all up in the air yeah well chief says they were more than willing to let the process play out in 2000 here's why Donald Trump wasn't the uh, president at the time okay so he, wasn't running, he, wasn't, he didn't run in 2000, it wasn't his, he wasn't up for re-election, and certainly uh, the Democrats were not as stupid as they are today. In fact, they're not only stupid, but they're outright lunatics. They lost their ever-loving fucking minds a long time ago, and they haven't been able to find them since trust me, I know Um, so let me get to this uh, article here from The Blaze and
3: uh,
0: it was President Trump who tweeted out uh, and The Blaze says a suspicious video of ballots being collected after a state was called and local election officials respond Is this what our country has come to? Donald Trump tweeted on Wednesday a video showing election ballots being collected after an unnamed state had been called in the media. Just an hour later, local election officials responded. The president tweeted the video from his Twitter account which has almost 90 million followers. Now the video in question, he he added to that tweet, you are looking at ballots. Is this what our country has come to? And that was posted today. Okay. So in the video, a woman walks up to two men who are picking up ballots from drop boxes and placing them into duffel bags. The person, the woman taking the video says, I thought they collected them all. I just want to document. Now, of course, the 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 worker's response was unintelligible. They were both both workers were wearing masks. Okay. And the woman asked, "Wait, but how come they already called the state?" One man responds with, "Because these are mail-in ballots." And the woman asked, "Are there a ton in there?" Thank you, guys. Are you guys official election guys? Hmm. Well, one shows her his identification badge and objects to her standing too close to them, ostensibly because of coronavirus guidelines. Now, she asked them, where do you guys take them? And the guy says, collection center. I just want to see because they called our state so quickly, the woman added. Now the video quickly garnered millions of views, and many of his supporters assumed that the video was showing evidence of voter fraud a week after election day. But according to reporter Bill Mulligan of KTT, that's, uh, KTTV TV, holy redundancy, Batman! There is nothing. Ne- going on in the video because it's from Los Angeles and was recorded the day after the election. There is nothing nefarious about this. L.A. County locked and closed all the drop boxes at 8 p.m. on election night and ballots were collected from the boxes the next day. We're still counting. L.A. is very slow, Mulligan explained. Very soon after, the Los Angeles County Registrar Recorder slash County Clerk's Office also tried to undo any implication of wrongdoing surrounding the video. Regarding video clips of ballots being collected from hashtag L.A. County official vote by mail drop boxes. Yes, they are ballots valid legally cast ballots collected and processed by authorized election officials in accordance with the California elections code hashtag vote safe 2020. And in in a picture of, Fact check. Lavote.net. This was posted at 4:35 p.m. today. Okay, President Trump's tweet came out at 3:59 p.m. today. Now. Here's another kick in the pants. How could they respond to this video so quickly and fact check it so quickly as to imply that this was the day after election day? Okay. There's no date and time stamp on the video, obviously. But really? So, Los Angeles County Register Recorder slash County Clerk is going to sit there and try and sauce soap this whole fucking McGillan by immediately posting a tweet more than half an hour after President Trump put his out with the video, I find that very suspicious. I do. And KCRA Channel 3 in California is a video... saying it's not too late. California mail-in ballots. I'm not going to get into that. Well, the drop boxes are closed and locked at 8 p.m. on election night and then collected the following day is what they're saying. Um, these, are valid bo- these are valid ballots processed and counted during the post-election canvas. Local certification in California is on November 30th they added in a second tweet. How convenient! But the state was called! I would think these ballots would no longer be valid. At least in the presidential race. California was called early because of overwhelming evidence <laughs> that Joe Biden would carry the state easily. Right. Well, Gunslinger, I smell a big, dirty, rotten, corpse-ridden rat.
3: Go ahead.
1: And that rat would be a demo rat, demo rat, get it hell, it even goes together, <laughs> so yeah, well, you know again, these people are are man they they this just blows my blows my mind of how how low will these people go, you okay? <clears throat> know you know they were they were screaming for you know, uh, investigations and impeachment and just just pounding the fucking sand, okay? Try to get Trump impeached. Now the tables are reversed and they're not saying anything now, are they? Usually the ones that squeals the loudest are the guiltiest, okay? So they're hypocrites. I do this plain, simple fucking hypocrites besides being criminals, Okay. So, what do you do you expect anything better from a hypocrite? No, I don't. Check out that link I put in the chat room. This is interesting. Getting interesting, in Florida. Hmm. On another subject. <clears throat> <clears throat> Hello. oh Can you hear me? Hello. Yo, yo, yo.
0: Yo, yo, yo. I did it again. <laughs> Gotta I- stop doing this. I keep turning my mic down when I'm rattling my tobacco bag, and then I start talking, and all you saw me on video with my lips moving... Uh, no, I'm not. A vent- uh, there's no ventriloquist here. I, try- I give you my word. Uh, I'm just a very, very absent-minded professor type. Uh, I get I get involved in something, and all of a sudden, there it is, forgotten. But anyway, as I was saying, or trying to say, uh, look, here's the deal. I agree with Gunslinger. I, I do agree with them, you know, that uh, during the course of three and a half years, they screamed and hollered, "We've got to, we've got to impeach this president. We've got to impeach this president. Russian collusion, Russian collusion, Russian collusion, Ukraine collusion." They didn't scream that one too loud because Russian collu- Russian collusion, kind of blew up in their face. So they didn't scream that one that loud, but they still screamed it nonetheless. Uh, Yeah. Well, here's the thing, okay? The bottom line is now that they're committing election fraud, they're not screaming very loud. They're not screaming for investigations. They're not screaming for fair and balance for fair and honest elections that we need investigations into voter fraud no because their bitch and her mindless zombie running mate are being called the president elect and the vice president elect and i'm like are you fucking mad So no, of course they're not going to scream very loud gunslinger. They're getting what they want. At least they think they are. North Carolina flipped. Donald Trump went from 214 to 229 on the electoral vote count. And if other states flip Biden's Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm keeping my fingers crossed.
1: Yep, we do, and my toes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if Pennsylvania flips, oh, buddy. Uh, oh, when I. <laughs> Chief of Simple Facts of Life is I I, I this guy is so <laughs> he's 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 definitely on top of it no doubt about it he says Professor uh, does that mean you're a leftist uh-uh I'm just I'm just an absent-minded professor who just tends to forget too much stuff. I, I start doing one thing, then I start doing another thing, then I start doing another thing, and then before you know it, I forgot what the first thing was. That's why my mother always called me growing up the absent minded professor because I did the same thing as a child. Don't ask me why. It's just, you know, I can multitask under normal circumstances, but sometimes it gets a little much. Okay, a lot much, but who's counting? Um in all honesty, um you know as far as as far as the election goes Gunslinger, I think there there has to be accountability. I truly believe there has to be accountability. Ooh Well, you know, this might actually be related to this, because if if more states get flipped toward Trump and he gets called the winner of the election, there's liable to be rioting and looting and plundering and pillaging and Trump supporters getting their, their heads bashed. Let's not forget what I said last night. AOC, asshole on crack, And many of the Democrats are calling for people to commit violent actions against Trump supporters and anyone who voted for Trump. Okay? So, yeah. I don't blame the the Florida governor for wanting to push this item. Apparently, the Florida governor is pushing a bill that would allow armed citizens to use deadly force against looters and rioters. Check this out, people. Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, by the way, is pushing anti-mob legislation that would reportedly allow citizens to confront looters with firepower. The bill, which comes after months of civil unrest in the wake of George Floyd's death, would broaden Florida's stand-your-ground law by expanding the forcible felonies list to justify the use of deadly force against individuals engaged in criminal activity resulting in interruption and Impairment to a business, according to the Miami Herald. Ooh, I like it so far. Maybe I'll move to Florida someday. Well, that legislation would also justify deadly force used against individuals engaged in looting businesses within 500 feet of a violent or disorderly assembly. Now, currently, Florida state law declares as follows a person is justified in using or threatening to use deadly force if he or she reasonably believes that using or threatening to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another or to a or to prevent the imminent commission of a forcible felony Now, a person who uses or threatens to use deadly force in accordance with this subsection does not have a duty to retreat and has the right to stand his or her ground if the person using or threatening to use the deadly force is not engaged in a criminal activity and is in a place where he or she has a right to be. Okay? That's what current Florida law states in in this situation. Now, forcible felonies in Florida include, listen carefully, folks, to this list, murder, manslaughter, sexual battery, robbery, kidnapping, assault, battery, aggravated stalking, carjacking, among others, and other felony and any other felony, sorry, which involves the use or threat of physical force or violence against any individual. Also, the bill DeSantis is promoting would give immunity to motorists who unintentionally killed or injured protesters who blocked traffic. This is according to the Miami Herald. The bill would also withhold state funding from local governments if they make disproportionate funding reductions to police budgets.
3: Oopsies!
0: Although the legislation has not yet been, been filed with the Florida legislature, legal experts are concerned the bill would encourage vigilantism and result in unnecessary deaths over mere property crimes. Denise, George's, Denise George, a former Miami-Dade County prosecutor, told the Herald it allows for vigilantes to justify their actions. It also allows for death to be the punishment for a property crime, and that is cruel and unusual punishment. We cannot live in a lawless society where taking a life is done so casually and recklessly. This is what she added. Former Miami-Dade prosecutor Aubrey Webb agreed that the proposed bill dangerously gives armed private citizens power to kill as they subjectively determine what constitutes criminal mischief. That interferes with a business, the Boston Tea Party members would have been lawfully shot under Florida's law by the British East India Tea Company. Webb told The Herald uh, Excuse me while I uh, while I grab my industrial strength barf bag. Blah! Okay, Aubrey Webb. I'm going to address Denise George and Aubrey Webb first. Answer me one fucking question, you witless wonders. How the fuck are people supposed to so, to protect themselves, especially if the police are tied up elsewhere? Okay, that's number one. Number two. Most important of all, if they're on their own property and these idiots are looting and rioting, plundering and pillaging and destroying, do you honestly think that business owners and homeowners alike are going to just sit idly by and let themselves get beat to a bloody pulp, possibly killed? No. Governor DeSantis is making the right call on this. Given the possibilities, it may come down to them, the rioters and looters and so forth, or the private <laughs> citizen trying to protect their business or even their homes. The stand-your-ground law wasn't written just to have it on paper. It was designed to give citizens protection under the law should they have to defend their home and their lives in a justified situation. We don't have that here in New York. Now, I've said many times, I will defend my home. Anybody comes through that front door the hard way, is going out another way with a toe tag. Now, I'm not saying that because I want to hear myself say it. If I'm going to protect my life, I'm shooting first and and fuck the questions later. It's that simple. I did not buy this rifle just for the tag matches I talked about over the last couple of years, but also to protect my life. Let's face the bottom line. Since the George Floyd death, which everybody and their brother keeps using as an excuse, I had a guy from iSolar in my house talking about the George Floyd thing. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's some, you know, he wants to send me a recording. All this personally, I think it was all just BS. You know, just to be chatty. Because you know uh, this solar thing, and I was told this by a few friends of mine who actually signed up for it. Uh, they they do off, they do give decent discounts on on your electric. Uh, it's going green, you see. And in my financial situation right now, I can I need all the breaks I can get. It doesn't affect my uh, budget billing. It doesn't affect any of that stuff. Just lowers the cost of my electric. I'll take it. Anyway, I digress. Simply put, if I lived in the state of Florida and they passed this and this bill were were were, were passed and signed by the governor, hmm if somebody came up on my front porch and started pounding my door to break it in, well, guess what? They may get through the door, but they won't get out the door on their two feet. Because I will. Eight, listen, eight shots? With eight shots, center mass and a headshot. Goodbye, good riddance. See you later, alligator. Not for a while, crocodile. Fuck you. And I've become quite good with that rifle in a very short space of time. But I'm not trying to brag or nothing, but hey, it worked out pretty good for me. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say I've got a. A, a, a rifleman's eye, where I can sight, where I can spot the target easy enough. But in a short space of time, I got pretty damn good with it. So I'm happy. But let's face reality: that rifle and a thousand rounds of ammunition. Trust me. I can reload a magazine so fast it'll make their head spin if they still have a head on their shoulders. Gunslinger, I said my piece about it. Talk to me.
1: Well, first of all, Texas has the same thing. It has a standard ground law. Okay. It covers the exact same thing. Uh, which is a good thing. It's a very good thing, um, especially you know w- w- the st- screwball situations that are going on right now. Okay, that is one of the one of the reasons that I am a member of the Texas Law Shield uh, subdivision of U.S. Law Shield, and that covers you know in case you have to use your weapon in a lawful manner. Okay, that means you're covered. You're covered for attorney fees and court case fees and everything. Okay. I think it, in case you, they take you to jail, I think now they've upped it to a hundred thousand dollars bail. So you're out within a couple hours. Okay. So it's a peace of mind. It's always like 12 bucks, 11, 12 bucks a month for a peace of mind like that. It's very it's no, well. Worth it. It
0: hasn't hit New York yet. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, it's, you're the oddball state, unfortunately. <laughs> but I think that's true. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't blame Florida, and it should be like that in every state. Because if these dumb fucks, you, if you know, it's 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 your right to protest. Okay, that's fine, simple, All right. As long as you don't harm anybody else. Okay. If you start throwing, you know, multi cocktails at a business. Well, you're harming that business, aren't you? That's just like if you popped out a gun and started shooting through the window, you are harming that business and that business owner or employees or whatever has every right to fucking start shooting back at your back at your stupid ass, hopefully killing your stupid ass because that would eliminate you from the gene pool okay and 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 the the you know like blocking a highway or something I mean protest on the sides of the road hey if you want to protest on the sides of the road fine that's your right to do it no problem okay but it does not give you the right to go out there and and go across a highway or any road for that matter obstructing traffic and threatening people beating on their cars and busting their windshields and you know there was there was one a few months ago during that floyd deal a lady was fucking scared out of her wits. I mean, somebody smashed in her fucking window and all this shit. Man, I'd be I'd be flooring that some bitch. Okay, I might even be shooting at the same time, shooting in a flooring. Okay, so you better get the fuck out of my way. And it's justified. And I, I support it ten thousand percent. Okay, sure. You can you can lawfully assemble and you can protest. Sure, no problem. That's that's your right as an American citizen. Okay. But it, you don't have the right to go out there and harm people, beat up people, do all this bullshit, okay, just like during that uh during that those riots for that what's his name okay? I forget what's employed. okay there was a little demonstration down this, down the highway for me right here, okay this next this next exit down on the highway here, just maybe twenty twenty five people up there on the on the uh, service road on top of the bridge here, or to the side of the bridge and they were holding signs they were on one corner they were, you know, waving and you know, support, you know, or something, I don't forget what it said now very peaceful, they weren't lined across the fucking bridge or they wasn't lined across the highway, stopping traffic and all this shit, they were very peaceful, I even waved at them okay, that's your right that's what you, what. that's what the Right, the protest means, but it doesn't give you the right out there. If we was stopped at that stop sign, coming up there and beating on my fucking car like a goddamn savage, okay, <laughs> I'd pull my gun out because I'd be in fear of my life, okay. And that's under Texas law now. You you can do that if you fear for your life, and you have to state that you have that you fear for my life. I fear for my life. He was fixing to attack me. I didn't know whether he had a gun or not. Blah 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 blah. Well you're covered. I mean, it's unfortunate for that person, <laughs> they'll probably go to to the morgue, but at least you'll go home. Okay? And that's the most important thing, just like law enforcement. That's why cops shoot. If you point a gun at them, they're going home. You probably won't. Okay? And it's been like that for, well, it, always. Okay? And it probably always will be like that. You're going to have bad people out there. You're going to have stupid people do stupid things. There's not a cure for stupidity. Good.
0: Well, <clears throat> you can say, you, you you definitely said it right there. Stupid people do stupid things. You know, um, the way I see it is this. Pray to God. if you're facing the business end of a weapon because he's the only one that can save you if you do something stupid like rioting and looting and all that shit. Now I do believe let me uh, just do a quick check here. I want to verify that uh, yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to be joined, I do believe, by Chief of Simple Facts of Life. Hello, Chief. Hello, George. So what's happening, buddy? Very happy uh, Veterans Day to you, sir.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I was also excited about the election and everything. I had to come somewhere and share my joy. <laughs> so, and with all the. Spread be, the love uh, around.
0: Yeah, well, with all the court battles that are currently in progress, uh, North Carolina flipping uh, to President Trump, there's there's still joy in mudville as the saying goes for these uh media media screwballs but it's starting with the the elite but the 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 more if if any more flip to trump biden's got a problem
2: he might um personally i mean you know i i Hate to uh, be a wet blanket, but I think it is a really rough road for the president at this point. However, it all comes back to oh, what was it a half hour ago? The question, I the question of the day, because you remember on Saturday, I wasn't even really aware of it because you know I was still you know in my deep <coughs> blue funk, and I. You I wasn't paying that much attention to the news, so I thought I would take a break. And it seems that the uh, University of Oregon Ducks were going to be on national television playing against the Stanford Cardinal. And, you know, I living here in Oregon, I mean, thought I would watch the game. And we got halfway through the first quarter, and they cut away for breaking news, because Joe and Cameltoe were going to, you know, make their acceptance speeches, having been uh, officially, no, but, you know, declared the president and vice president-elect. So I figured, hey, you know, this is... This is important. So I, I decided just to stay there and watch. And, of course, I became more and more upset about missing my football game as the, you know, it got to be like a half hour of the, before <laughs> they showed up because we got to hear a half hour of praise for the new president-elect, and I happen to be, you know, since the game I was watching was on ABC, I was watching George Stephanopoulos anchor the coverage, and he he didn't mention the ongoing uh, legal challenges. And this is not an exact quote, but pretty close. He said, uh, President Trump made some false statements about voter fraud. Just matter-of-factly president was lying yeah he he said something but he was lying okay and then of course they went on with the speeches now about a half hour ago whatever it was i I put the question of the day why were they in such a hurry to declare biden president-elect and you didn't give the right answer. I, of course, know the answer because you know I have spies everywhere. This is where you're supposed to say, "Chief," but I thought and give your and give your answer, and then I'll tell you the real answer.
0: Well, basically, that's what I did. Uh, in, well, maybe I so missed. I sort
2: of walk in and out. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, I, I basically missed... gave, gave the answer that that is the most obvious to 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 anyone who's been following this whole debacle closely. I mean, the mainstream media at large has fawned over Biden so much, and they 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 want Trump gone, like the DNC wants him gone, and you know, so they were quick to. To call Arizona.
2: Yeah, but the well, was, like the I mentioned, he, you're
0: completely missing the Arizona. point. You're
2: missing the point. You're missing the point. The question is, I mean, why did they have to do? I mean, if Biden wins, he'll be the president come January 20th. If it all plays out the way it's looking like, it's more than likely going to play out come Noon Eastern time on January twentieth, Joe Biden will be the president if he's still alive. Otherwise it'll oh my god, I don't even want to think about that. But why were they in such a hurry to say that he is now the president elect? There is a reason. You're supposed to say, Chief, enlighten us with your brilliance.
0: Well, Chief, enlighten us with your
2: brilliance. <laughs> there you go. See, I, you you are trainable, <laughs> no matter what the gunslinger says about you. Okay. <laughs> I don't worry about see, what people see, say See, the about problem, me the more. problem, you see, you would have the answer if, of course, you had listened to my show yesterday, because I gave on blog talk radio yesterday, I gave the answer. But, different audience, I'll give it to you. There is one person you can blame this on, or it will explain the reason. That person is, drumroll, O.J. Simpson. O. J. Now, this is where you tell me I'm crazy, right?
0: Uh, no, I'm just taken aback. Why O.J. Simpson?
2: Ah. Good question, George. It's not O.J. Simpson personally, but we all, I mean, you know, you're old enough. Maybe some of the uh, people who might be listening aren't old enough to remember the O.J. Simpson case. Do we have to go through the, do we have to go through it? Long version, short version, no version? Uh,
0: Reader's Digest version would suffice.
2: Okay. O.J. Simpson... Uh, Was tried for the murder of uh, two people After the trial lasted a year It took the jury three and a half hours to find him not guilty And very shortly thereafter The families of the people that were murdered or killed There was no murder because no one was ever convicted of murder But they sued O.J. Simpson for wrongful death and in a much shorter trial Simpson was found legally responsible for the deaths of those two people now since he didn't murder them how could he be legally responsible is it does this make any does it not make sense on some bizarre level you know it does make sense right it's it is,
0: it's strange, and it does make some uh, sense in a, I will in a explain very hard it.
2: way. I will explain it, and then, and then it will be very easy to circle around to the original question. Why were they in such a hurry to declare Biden the president-elect? Because at a civil trial, which is, you know, a wrongful death suit or any other kind of lawsuit— there are no um, presumptions. BP you walk in with you say you walk in with your story, your evidence the person the other person walks in with their story their evidence. the jury judge, whoever's adjudicating the the uh, facts of the case will weigh the evidence and whoever can has the, what is, I believe the legal term is preponderance of evidence, they win, right? That's the way it works, even if it's close, because you have to have a winner and a loser. So if it's, if I sue you, and it's, the evidence is 51% for me, 49% for you, you lose. However, in a criminal trial, anyone who walks stands accused of a crime walks into court doesn't matter whether your name is O.J. Simpson or Charles Manson or Al Capone or George Sinzer or anybody else you walk into court with the presumption of innocence it is up to the prosecution to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you are guilty of the crime of which you're charged so what the media is attempting to do, and the Democrats and all these people, they are trying to give the public, because there is the court of public opinion, they're trying to give the public the presumption that Joe Biden is the president-elect, such that any secretary of state or Judge in a court or county election official or anybody that wants to say that, no, maybe he isn't, has got to, they want to make it seem that he has got to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Biden is not the president-elect because he is going to have the presumption on his side I think that's what's going on. Am I talking stupid? No, not at all. Just strange. You're wondering how I got from O.J. Simpson, you know? But that's the point. At one trial, O.J. Simpson had the presumption of innocence, and since it could not be proved otherwise, he was found not guilty. He was not found innocent. He was found not guilty. They couldn't prove it even though most people believe that he was, in fact, guilty, not legally proven because, you know, the glove didn't fit and a couple other things like that. So they're trying to get it at this point where Biden is, will go into it, presumed to be the winner. Because normally you would think, I would think, since you're not, you know, you're at least as intelligent as I am, anybody's at least as intelligent as I am, would sort of think that in a case of an election, that would be sort of a civil trials sort of scenario. You can always throw out the election, say, well, uh, we found a certain amount of voter fraud. Uh, Looks like it may have uh, skewed more toward Biden. Can't... But the election, it wasn't a fair election. We'll have to do something else. Now, if you look at the Constitution, you know, it could pose a problem for, say, the congressional elections because Article One of the Constitution says that representatives will be chosen by the people election. Uh, the 17th Amendment says senators will be chosen by the people in an election. The president, there's nothing in the Constitution that says the president ha- there has to be any election for the president. The Constitution says that the states will choose electors in the manner de- determined by the legislators, the legislature. So therefore, you know, you don't even have to have an election. It doesn't say you can't have one, but you don't have to. Because the president you know he is the President of the United States, not the President of the American people. The President is chosen by the states, and they can unbile electors, you know uh, the number of Congress of Representatives and Senators for each state they choose their electors. If a judge said. This election was bogus, can't stand, do it again if there's not time. The legislature can meet and choose electors. They can choose electors for Biden, they can choose electors for Trump, they can choose electors for George Sinzer, they can choose electors for whoever they want. But, you know, I'm just saying that could happen if we're dealing with the ponderance of evidence. We have to, you know, we don't know who won. The election didn't work. But with the presumption of we have to prove, if they want to make it, we have to prove that there was indeed voter fraud and enough voter fraud that Biden could not possibly have won other than voter fraud, that's going to be really difficult to prove. Almost impossible to prove, you know, in a reasonable time frame. So that's why they are in such a hurry to declare him the president elect. Your thoughts?
0: Well, the way I see it is this this is just me, of course. Um. I don't know about anybody else, but regardless of what the Democrats think they have, regardless of what the media says is what it is, is what it is. There is the truth, and then there is non-truth. The non-truth being that they're under the false presumption that they can that they can call the election and, and refer to Mr. Biden and and old Cameltoe as the president-elect and the vice president-elect long before the Electoral College makes that determination officially in December. Nowhere. In the Constitution, unless it was added in the, in, in the last several days, which I sincerely doubt, nowhere in the Constitution is the press given sole official status to call an election and claim that the candidate... Is the president-elect and vice president-elect, respectively, before the Electoral College does its job officially? Now, I've been I've been doing this 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 political stuff for a lot of years. I've seen a lot of elections. Twenty years ago, we had we had a situation between George Bush and Al Gore. When and I and I bring this up lately. Broward County in Florida. All many of you out there I'm sure that are they're old enough to remember what happened with that situation.
2: That got cleared up pretty quickly. But here's why. Had to go to the Supreme Court, but yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, it did go to the Supreme Court. But here's why that ended so quickly. And this one is taking longer. First of all, we're in a so-called pandemic. So they had to push mail-in balloting, mail-in voting, and push it hard. Okay? Well, I can understand with a pandemic and everything, people are concerned about going to the polling stations and, and actually casting their ballots. But here's the thing. Everybody and their brother talked about social distancing and wearing masks and all that. Okay. You mean to tell me that you cannot have election officials that make sure that people social distance, that they wear masks? You mean to tell me that that's not possible? Oh, on the contrary. Yes, it is possible if they chose to do that. But instead, Democrats, not Republicans, Democrats, were pushing the mail-in ballots so strongly and so hard, at least up until, I'd say, what, the first or second week of October? Then all of a sudden, you didn't hear jack shit about mail-in ballots. But by this time, mail-in ballots were being sent in at the the rate of millions per, per day. On November 3rd, when I went to vote, there was maybe three, four people in the room at the time. There was no line out the door like there normally would have been. But because of this pandemic and social distancing and everything else and concerns, people were made to feel afraid. Not me. In 39 years of voting, I never found it necessary to use an absentee ballot once. Not ever. Back in June. No, excuse me, back in May, when I was still at my previous residence, before I moved to where I am today, the county sent me an absentee ballot. I didn't request it. They sent it to me for the primary. Well, now, wait a minute. We're supposed to be, the way it works, the way it's supposed to work, is the voter will contact the Board of Elections in their area and request an absentee ballot. If they want one, come to find out, not one voting machine was set up for the primary. It was all done by absentee or mail-in votes. So, all this push... From the absentee ballots and the, and the mail-in ballots. And then, over the course of time, it started coming out, thanks to Project Veritas, by the way, where in one instance, you've got people out there going door-to-door, ballot harvesting, and in some cases, actually telling people to vote for Biden by saying, uh, didn't you mean to, you're a Democrat, didn't you mean to vote for, uh, for Mr. Biden? Oops. That's ballot harvesting. That's violation of election laws. You, if you're going out there and you're telling someone who to vote for and they're not, and you're not giving them the choice themselves, that's a problem. So all this time, everybody thought, and notice I, I say that with a little skepticism, people thought that the mail-in voting and absentee balloting would be done legitimately, it would, it, there, would, there wouldn't be any voter fraud and all this other stuff, that it would just go smoothly. Because the mainstream media said so. Wrong uh, answer. Because over the last couple of months, leading up to Election Day, people discovered ballots in the, on the side of the road in ditches, dumped in lakes, thrown in dumpsters. And it was found out that some of those votes were for, wait for it, wait for it, President Donald J. Trump. And a lot of these ballots that were dumped in the fashions that I mentioned were done by postal workers. Now postal workers are coming forward whistleblowers who are telling incredible stories of how supervisors are telling postal workers to backdate the postmark. If it came in on the 4th, the 5th, or the 6th, they were told to backdate it to the 3rd. Wait a minute. So the postmasters and... Supervisors are telling their employ- the, the postal workers to commit election fraud and to commit to tampering with the U.S. mail. Hold on here. Let's, let's look at this with a little bit of logic. You mean to tell me that it's okay to tamper with the U.S. mail when it comes to an election, that it's okay to to commit voter to commit election fraud with these absentee and mail-in b- votes by backdating them from when they're actually received to when the election is. Hmm. Well, there's there, wait, let's look. There's even more questions to be raised now. Not only have we seen this go that far, okay, Project Veritas provided information about how people were actually admitting to going to people and getting them to change their vote to, to, from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Well, when this one whistleblower for the post office came, came forward, the media was quick to call it all bull. They were quick to jump all over it and say that this never happened, that he recanted his statement. No, he didn't. Project Veritas came out with and proved that, too. He never recanted. So the mainstream media, again, lies to the people. But we're supposed to trust the mainstream media because they, they wouldn't lie to us, would they? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that, that's just not possible. Now... Add insult to injury. Add insult to injury, ladies and gentlemen. There's there's even more bad news in all of this. Okay, Pennsylvania on election day and in the days that followed, not one Republican poll watcher was permitted access to watch the vote count to ins- to to ensure that it was a Democrat and a Republican poll watcher. As the law states, they have to be there to observe. And if there's an irregularity, one or the other must call, must call on that, and that vote is then set aside, okay? It's set aside because there's something wrong. Either it's missing a signature or the postmark is after the fact, or something like that. But the Republican poll watchers were denied access. And in some cases, cardboard was put up on the windows, so they couldn't even look in the windows. A court ordered that they were to be allowed access. The Republican poll watchers, the Republicans called the sheriff in this in Pennsylvania this one sheriff in Pennsylvania told them we have a court order that states we are allowed access to to monitor the the, the counting of the ballots. The sheriff turned around and said I'm not enforcing that court order and do not call again. Really? So this sheriff abandoned his oath to uphold the Constitution and sided with the Democrats, leading me to, to, to consider the possibility he was a Democrat himself. Okay. Now, to make sure that these Republican poll watchers couldn't get into the building, there was even a tractor parked in front of the doors. Now, I'm a volunteer fireman 39 years, and I don't think it's unreasonable to assume that blocking a legitimate uh, doorway for ingress and egress regre- and, and, and from the building violates the fire codes. Because now you're trapping people inside. Because what if a fire breaks out and it's blocking the other fire exits? Oops. Didn't think of that, did they? But that happened. Not the fire, but the blocking of the entrance. So a lot of very unfortunate circumstances have been taking place. And a lot of it pushed by Democrats and the mainstream media. So when the media called, called it for Joe Biden, they did it so fast and so quick. And in one case with Arizona, it hadn't even gotten past 53% or 60%, something like that. And they called it. And Donald Trump was leading in Arizona. And all of a sudden, snap of a finger, it's given to Biden. In multiple states, there have been voter election irregularities happening up and down the board. The Department of Justice, AG William Barr, has has called has has put out is is now putting an invest putting things to an investigation from the Department of Justice. The Trump the, the Trump campaign and multiple Republicans involved. filed filed court cases in multiple states. And we just learned recently that North Carolina was flipped from Joe Biden to Donald Trump. Now, if it happens in Pennsylvania, if it happens in Nevada... Will these states start flipping from Biden to Trump? The person who will be named president-elect won't be Joe Biden then. The media will have to reluctantly, and choking on their own words, unfortunately, give it to Donald Trump. But now I want to point out one other strange item. That I I forgot to mention. There have been numerous reports, and I do mean numerous reports, of dead people voting. In one instance, a person's father died two years ago. To paraphrase Joe Biden, well, son of a bitch, he voted in this election. Come on, man, as Joe Biden would say. Really? Dead people voting. Oh, yeah, they're getting up out of their graves. They're zombies. They're walking in. They're going. They're not saying brains, brains. They're saying vote, vote. Yeah, please. So there's too many coincidences happening at once, too many to name. So what happened 20 years ago between Bush versus Gore, that was nothing. That was a cakewalk, a walk in the park, and it got settled just that quick, thanks to the Supreme Court it may turn out where the Supreme Court may have to intervene yet again. And if they do, it's my hope that it turns in favor of President Trump because the Democrats are committing election fraud and they've got help from the post office. But let's remember one other little tidbit, something that most people often forget, and I think Chief of Simple Facts of Life even mentioned something about this person. The name that shall not be mentioned, George Soros, with his billions and billions of dollars to influence our elections. Now, yes, the man holds two dual citizenship, his home country of Hungary and here in America. If it's found out that he is one of many involved in this election corruption, the hell with throwing him in jail? Strip him of his U.S. citizenship and and tell him to get the fuck out of America and go back to Hungary. Oh, wait a minute. No, Hungary doesn't want him because he's such a bad apple. But I have a feeling George Soros has his hand in this pie. I really do. So bottom lining it, it's my hope that the court battles are successful. It is my hope that not only are the court battles successful, but let's look at this logically, folks. If it becomes necessary that it gets kicked up to the Supreme Court. I've got a strong feeling that when it gets there, it's going to turn, the Supreme Court will turn the tide and Donald Trump will win his reelection, as it should be, because there's too many coincidences. And I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to elections. Too many people are involved here. The mainstream media, the Democratic National Committee, or or whatever. And, of course, many Democrats in Washington deceive us. Well, there's the bottom line. There's the bottom line. Now, In regards to uh, voter fraud, the, the Texas Lieutenant Governor Patrick offers up to $1 million reward for evidence of voter fraud. President Trump's pursuit of voter fraud is not only essential to determine the outcome of this election, it is essential to maintain our democracy, uh, Lieutenant Governor America was founded as a republic, not a democracy. A little education is necessary in that regard. And restore faith in future elections. Okay, Now, according to TheBlaze.com, this is what they're saying. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said Tuesday he is offering up to a $1 million reward to anyone who provides information leading to an arrest and conviction for voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election. The purpose of the offer is to incentivize, encourage, and reward people who come forward with reports of voter fraud. Anyone who provides evidence that leads to a conviction will receive at least $25,000 paid for by Patrick's campaign fund. This is according to the Texas Tribune. Lieutenant Governor Patrick said, I support President Trump's efforts to identify voter fraud in the presidential election and his commitment to making sure that every legal vote is counted and every illegal vote is disqualified. President Trump's pursuit of voter fraud is not only essential to determine the outcome of this election, it is essential to maintain our democracy and restore faith in future elections. Now, of course, uh, where people say democracy, I've got to remind you, America, We were founded as a republic. Continuing on, President Donald Trump has refused to concede, and rightly so, I might add, the 2020 presidential election to former Vice President Joe Biden, as Trump's campaign has filed several legal challenges to the results of the election in various states. While several Republicans have supported the president's efforts to challenge the election, Patrick is the first and so far the only republican to offer a monetary reward for evidence of voter fraud in this excuse me in his statement he accused democrats of creating suspicion regarding the legitimacy of the election the democrats have n- have no one to blame but themselves for creating suspicion of final vote total not allowing Republican poll watchers to observe the vote count in multiple states, in some cases blocking their view with poster board, last minute changes in election laws in battleground states, ignoring the deadline to vote and accepting ballots for days after the election, ignoring postmarks and signature checks, not verifying the, that mail in ballots were being sent to people who were alive or living in the state and voting machines that have been a concern for over a decade all raise serious questions this lack of transparency has led many to believe that the final count is not accurate in states where the winner was determined by a very small percentage of the vote this is according to this is a statement from lieutenant governor patrick Now, Patrick's statement cited three examples of recent arrests for elections crimes, including a social worker in Mexia, Texas. I think it's is it pronounced Mexia? I'm not sure, Uh, but that's it's in Texas. Who allegedly registered 67 residents of a nursing home to vote without their consent? Elections officials in dozens of states nationwide say there is no widespread evidence of voter fraud on the scale that could change the results of the election. Uh, The lieutenant governor also criticized other states for delays in counting mail-in ballots, saying the delays in counting mail-in ballots in other states raises more questions about voter fraud and potential mistakes. When all legal votes are tallied and all illegal votes are are discarded, then America can have a greater level of confidence in the election process. President Trump is absolutely right to pursue every allegation of voter fraud and irregularities, just as Al Gore did in 2000. Every candidate for public office has this right. My goal is to ensure that, regardless of the outcome, Every American has faith in our electoral process and our democracy. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, again, America is a republic, not a democracy. You need to understand history. So, there's more information that I did not see, that I was not aware of, that I just read in this article, where... In Mexia, Texas, a social worker allegedly registered 67 residents of a nursing home to vote without their consent. How is that legal? How is that allowed to happen? These are illegal votes. Ouch. All right, Chief. Let me start with you, and then I'll get—I'll go to Gunslinger. Actually, let me start with Gunslinger, and then I'll go to, to Chief. So, Gunslinger, start us off. What you 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 brought this story to my attention, so talk to me.
1: Well, you know, it's only yeah. Let go all those people in the nursing home. Yeah, how they get to the vote? Yeah,
3: without
1: their consent. Uh, this only proves more and more. Every single one of these stories that come up, these news articles, only points more fingers at the Democrats that they cheated and they fucking stole this election. Of course, it's not over yet. Okay. It ain't over until the fat lady sings, and I ain't seen nobody singing, much less a fat lady sing. Okay. So, it's obviously going to have to go to the Supreme Court. Okay. Just like it did in 2000 with Georgie Porgie and Gore Gore, okay, and hopefully that like I said before, Trump's going to come out the winner because the evidence is is overwhelming. Okay, it's just not like one or two little states and uh, one or two little counties in those states. This is this is major shit. This is not little minor shit. Oops, going uh, ballot flew out the window, going down the road there. Oh no. But when you have multiple, multiple, multiple accounts of this shit like this, fucking sheriff, like that sheriff, I still should be, he, that motherfucker ought to be put in, in jail, in jail right now. Obstruction of of uh, the voting system and uh, for refusing to court order. Okay? Contempt of court. Okay? Two charges right there that stick like fucking glue. Okay? And then these people going up there and putting shit up there where they can't see, and and you know, oh, well, you come in here and see what you have to be six feet around, six feet away, but we're going to move these people ten more feet. That's sixteen goddamn feet. Can you see really sixteen feet? You know, with everybody standing around or whatever. No, you need to be right there, at least six feet, so you can see. You know that there's no hanky panky. They're not hiding anything. Then why are they doing it? I mean, obviously kind of guilty, don't you think? Go ahead.
0: Oh, yes. Like that old saying says, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive.
2: And that's what they're doing. Chief? What do you think, brother? Yes? Think? We don't do that here. Um, well, first I have to call you out. I put a note in the chat room there. Uh, you were, you were excoriating the lieutenant governor of Texas for using the word democracy. Elections are democracy. What happens af- after the democratically chosen representatives? That's republic. So. When he was referring to protecting our democracy As far as the elections go He was actually speaking You know factually So just throw that out there Or or am I talking stupid I'll take that for a no Uh, What I I find
0: interesting Is that so many uh, Instances of voter fraud, and election election irregularities are cropping up left and right across the country and in some of the key battleground states especially, that the media is trying to downplay everything by saying that it's not going to be enough to uh, give President Trump re-election.
2: Well, okay. that's that's the point I was making. I was making back, uh, you know, when last I was speaking at length. Uh, there, you know, like I said, what would make sense to me is if it is if they say, hey, you know, the election was broken. We cannot tell for sure who won. I mean, maybe maybe it even looks like uh, Biden won. Okay, but do we really know could it have do we have a way to know who won the election in that you know in that case you, you can either redo the election or you do something else as far as the presidential election goes the constitution says states will choose electors in a manner determined by the legislature So we don't have to redo the election. We can just say, or maybe when it gets, you know, should it get to the Supreme Court, they may just say the election was invalid, go to the backup system, which is the Congress. Now, of course, that could cause a very uh, interesting scenario uh, because well, I'm not sure how it will it could happen if the um, if if, say the Congress goes, say both seats in Georgia go to the Democrats and Mitt Romney sort of goes totally Mitt Romney, we could end up with a President Trump and a Vice President Harris. How does that sound for scariness? Uh, Could happen. Could (laughs) happen. free the Constitution. Could happen.
0: It's something I didn't even consider. Yeah. Well, that's
2: because that's because um, that's because unlike me, you are burdened with your. Ability to think like a normal human being. I'm not, so I can come. <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the guy with the 17 voices screaming in my head all the time. I mean, I Man, I've only got remember, like, remember, like the Borg. I, I'm like I'm like that Borg drone, you know, who just has all all this stuff in my head. So,
0: <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I've, I've often, well, Chief, I've often said. To my friends, you know, around here, and even my family, from time to time. That if if you if you've ever seen uh, the the cartoon uh, series on Fox called Family Guy, Seth MacFarlane was a uh, was was a guest host on Saturday Night Live once, and he did a little ditty where he went. I'm not going to sing it. Actually, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to subject you to my caterwauling. Hey, no. He said, "The voice is in my head." You know, it, it was it was this this thing about all the voices that he does as as far as character voices, but they're in his head constantly. And of, of course, yeah, uh, Griffin, not, not to be you know not to be rude, but Peter uh, Peter Griffin, uh, George, you're you're not you're not you're not being fair. Uh, he's, you he, go ahead and sing it because it's the only way you're going to remember it. And what the deuce? Are you really going to make the poor the, the poor bastard do it? My cheesy impressions of Stewie and Peter Griffin. <clears throat> but he's like, well, well boys, you know, boys
2: do, you know, it, it, it's it's it's
0: it's it's all this stuff. No, look.
2: Yeah. Well, I, what got me thinking about bit, the in my head, about the split the administration, administration thing?
0: And you know what that voice tells me? Don't listen to the voice in your head. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> <You're too laughs> what, what, what got? Just tell my family a... and friends. Don't the, the one thing that the voice tells me in my head is don't listen to the voice in my head.
2: And ah, well, i have got two heads. Stronger than I am. Uh, listen, uh, you know uh, what uh, got uh, me thinking about about a Trump Harris administration. I mean, think back to total ancient history.
0: Was predominantly controlled by the Democrats, so you're not going to see a a Trump Harris ticket, no.
2: Well, no, he okay. he he. Here's something for you. Here. Think back ancient history. I mean, all the way back to, oh, Two weeks ago. <laughs> seems like ancient history. Um, <laughs> it does. Did, did, does the name Tony Bobolinski ring a bell? Yes, it does. I, I, played, I told you I played about it. His... You, you, play, you played the audio on your show probably the last time I was here. Um, yes, I believe it was. And that, that, and that story was not even mentioned, was not even mentioned in any media except Fox, and they kind of dropped it pretty quick. I don't know if that's you – know, but, but think about this. Think think about this. What would have – say, you know, a few states flip and the electoral – you know, the numbers of the pledged electors gets pretty close – What happens if some, you know, in the uh, next few weeks something new comes up about that? Somebody else comes up and verifies what uh, Bobulinski said, uh, you know, says, yeah, me too, that kind of thing. Uh, The story is pushed to the point where the media cannot ignore it. And maybe they, you know, maybe just since they're so sure that Biden won, Maybe they might not even worry that much about it getting out as they had. What happens if a few of the electors look at that and say, because electors are actually people. I mean, these are genuine actual human beings. These aren't not just electoral votes. They're, they are actual electors. I mean, one of your electors is Hillary Clinton, right? Uh, I'm sure you're proud of that. Um, but they're actual people. What if, some, if enough of them, now some states require, have actual laws that if you don't vote the way the election said or you break your pledge, you know, we'll replace you with somebody who will. And, of course, most electors are chosen to be electors because they're party hacks, like your elector Hillary Clinton. But some states have no law. You are, you are chosen as an elector, to vote in the election in the electoral college. What if a few of these people, you know, Democrat electors, look at that look at that story and say, I can't vote for this guy. He's compromised. I can't I cannot in good conscience vote for Joe Biden. So therefore I'll vote for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or George Sinzer or anybody else. Just, I can't vote for Biden because yeah, reasons. And it gets to the point where he, he gets down to 269 votes in the electoral college. Then it goes to the house of representatives. Therefore, The way it's set up, I mean, Trump will win that election, the way it's set up. So, but what if these same electors say, well, I can't vote for Biden, but I'm also pledged to vote for Harris, and she wasn't in bed with the Chinese. She was only in bed with Willie Brown, and he was a good Democrat, so no problem. Then she would win the electoral college in the vice presidential election, and there would be no winner in the presidential election. That would leave a Trump Paris administration. Now that would be real. And Trump cannot fire the vice president. The vice president is elected. The vice president technically doesn't even work for the president. In fact, uh, when I was a chief in the Navy, in fact, when I was a third class petty officer in the Navy, that's equivalent to a corporal in the Army, I had more authority over the military than Mike Pence does right now. Because the vice president is nowhere in the chain of command of the military. He cannot order a soldier to pick up that piece of paper off the ground. He has absolutely... He has no more authority than you or I do. He's not anywhere in the chain of command. I, as a third-class petty officer in the Navy, had the authority to take charge of any military situation where I happened to be the senior person on the scene. Remember the movie? Uh, remember the movie? Uh, what was it? Alien, I guess. In Sigourney Weaver. Everyone had been killed except one corporal. And, he, and Sigourney Weaver saying, "You're the one that has to make the choice. Do we nuke? Do we nuke this place? Right? That was the because that corporal was the senior military person there. That's the point. So the vice president act uh, can be, you know, just completely shut out of it. I think they're." Have been vice presidents who have had enough because the only authority the vice president has is whatever authority comes with being president of the Senate. Yeah, can sit up in the big chair and decide who to uh, recognize to speak and all that sort of thing, but that's about as far as it goes. Has the authority to break any tie tie votes. That's the only authority the vice president has. Only the If the president does not delegate any authority to the vice president, then has no authority. In a Trump-Harris administration, they could might as well just board up the uh, vice president's office in the uh, executive office building. But she'd still have that office in the Capitol building as the president of the Senate. But, of course... They would be just looking for any excuse to uh, either see that the president dies or go full 25th Amendment. <clears throat> Remember uh, that thing I, uh, I wrote a while back about uh, what I thought would happen with, uh, with uh, you know, to get rid of Biden. Nancy Pelosi's super secret special committee. Uh, that, yeah, they might they might try something like that if it came to that. But yeah, that's just my that's just my ridiculous ramblings because ridiculous ramblings is kind of what I do. Oh, did you know that did I, I mentioned about I wrote something in the chat room talking about voter fraud? About the dog that voted. You see that? I put that in the chat room. They um, they saw videos. This woman had a dog who was a uh, registered service animal and had some kind of number that had like the same number of digits as a social security number or something. And this dog got sent a ballot or something. And this woman had verified that that ballot had been cast. Wasn't sure who it was, but she was able to verify through, it was in California, I believe, through the uh, county elections uh, office that the dog had voted she hoped that she was a conservative. She said she hoped her dog had voted for Trump, but she couldn't be. You know, you can't you can't verify who the, who the vote was cast for, just that it was cast. And she verified that it was cast. So, not. A, I, I mean, I guess it's not any worse than having a dead person vote because I guess the dog is still alive as I understand it but you know <clears throat> there we go <laughs> uh Yes, okay, you can start talking George, unless unless you need some specific information from me. oh, well, the way
0: I, the way I see it is, you know, like I've said so many times, this election we're, we've gone we, we've we've entered uncharted waters and 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 and, I, and, and everybody keeps talking about uh, the election process going forward. Well, I'll tell you what. I, w- I took a look at parlor.com where, by the way, uh, just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Firefox News Online Productions is transitioning its uh, announcements and everything slowly from Facebook and Twitter to MeWe and Parlor because of the censorship issues on Facebook and Twitter. Well, Joe Paggs, who is a uh, TV talk show host and syndicated, ne- nationally syndicated radio host, Uh, said the following about 21 minutes ago. Tons of sworn affidavits out of Michigan. Direct claims of outright fraud in Pennsylvania. Georgia is going to do a manual recount. The left is shaking in their collective boots for good reason. Election 2020 is far from over. Vote in person is the only way going forward. I'll tell you what. Well so he's right there. I think I, I think he's spot on.
2: Well here going forward, here's what I would say we have to do. Number one, per, completely purge the voter rolls. As of whenever, you know, we anything's decided, there are absolutely zero Registered voters anywhere in the United States, start over. Get rid of this motor voter. Make it make it easy, as easy as possible. You sh- you go somewhere or you do whatever procedure you need to do, and you have you have to do something to affirmatively register to vote. You have to be able to prove that you are in fact a citizen. That shouldn't be hard for anybody. Some you know, provide adequate evidence that you are a citizen, that you do live where you in that particular area, whatever, but just start over and then all votes should be nothing electronic where it's where you know you pixels and electrons need a piece of paper What your vote is, maybe you can count it electronically, but I'd rather see every single vote counted by hand. It can be done. might take a little bit longer, but that's okay. I mean, if we did it that way, it would be done by now. You know, we don't need to know who won, you know, by midnight on Election Day. It can be done. Just count the votes, full transparency. Anybody wants to be there or, you know, the parties want to be represented uh, to make sure it's counted legally. As many people as you need can look at each ballot, check the numbers. It's not that hard. It takes a little doing, but, I mean, I, I would volunteer to help with that if, it can, if they needed me. Uh, you know, I'm pretty lazy, but, uh, you know, it's I can spend a few hours doing that. Um, but just, get, you know, make sure. And, of course, none, none of, I mean, here in Oregon, we have had mail-in only elections as long as I've been living in this state. But get get rid of that. Just everybody votes in person unless you affirmatively request an absentee ballot. Uh, you know, and give a reason. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the military, or I'm not going to be home, or I'm this, that. You know, or I'm, you know, infirmed. Whatever. You know, various categories of reasons why it would be too difficult for you to vote in person. Any, you know, I'm. I'm not trying to, you know, suppress anybody's vote. I'm just saying we need we need to do it that way because. What we have now is just not working. With um, all these machines that may not work, be well. suspicious.
0: Chief, we're having a little difficulty uh, hearing you. You're breaking up. <clears throat> In fact, we lost your audio altogether. Um, Gunslinger, uh, are you there? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm here. Something is... Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm starting to get nervous. Uh, Chief is still on the line with us, but apparently his audio has dropped out. Uh, I don't know
2: oh, what happened. I'm sorry. I, I got stupid here. I was just rambling on, and uh, I accidentally walked outside and didn't take my phone with me.
0: Okay, that, that would explain why we lost your audio. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Chief, i got to ask the obvious question. Wasn't that the way it was supposed to have been done in the first place anyway, before, even before this election? Uh, because four, four years ago, uh, the election was called and, 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 and everything that night. And the electoral college even confirmed uh Donald Trump as the winner at the time, and all the votes were counted and and all that and there was no there was no uh, calls of election fraud or, or or anything like that it it seemed to go pretty smooth for the most part uh,
2: yeah, well, yeah, like i say i had a kind of vaguely listening to you because I had to get my phone and my earpiece and everything going. But yeah, I heard, I heard what you said. Uh, Yeah. The whole point, the whole point is we need just paper ballots because no in-person paper ballots with absentee ballots for people that need them. And it actually would help because nobody, you know, they always say, well, everybody should vote. Well, everybody can vote, but not everybody. If you don't care about voting, that's fine too. Don't make, make it available to everybody. Don't make it too hard to vote. But, you know, if it matters to you, a little bit of effort is not a big deal if it matters to you. And if it doesn't matter to you, well, you know, whatever, fine. You know, exactly. the laws still apply to you whether you vote it or not. But that's, that, that's the way I see it. Right now, what we have is vote. We don't know who is eligible to vote. I mean, like I say, the dog—somebody's dog—voted.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's,
2: that's almost get, as bad as the dead voting. Yeah, well, at least the dog is still alive. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, so, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I, so, but but the but the dog was underage, you know, only two and a half. He, actually, the uh, woman who. Who who, who uh, said that? Said she had actually checked to see something, and yeah, this and and the name, her dog's name was, you know, you know, whatever it was, Snuggles, you know, Jones or whatever the dog's name was, you know, was actually listed as a voter with the dog's actual name, and was registered as being 18 years old, which I don't know. In dog years, I guess that's about what two and a half comes out to, right? So, you know, there it is. Right. Dog, was an, dog was an adult. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, in talking about some of the uh, court cases and everything, uh, one American News Network posted this on their website. It was updated at 8 p.m. Pacific time, which would be about 11 o'clock Eastern time. Um, uh, According to One American News Network, which, by the way, One American News Network, uh, as far as I can recall, and Newsmax, both these networks did not call this election yet that I'm aware of, just to let you make you aware of that. So the mainstream media has got competition that's making them look bad, and I'm not going to shed a tear over that. But according to One American News, the uh, president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, said suits filed President Trump to win Michigan and Pennsylvania. Okay, check this out. President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, said shocking evidence of national voter fraud will be released in a tweet Wednesday. Giuliani said the Trump campaign has filed lawsuits to invalidate hundreds of thousands of fraudulent votes in Michigan and Pennsylvania. The tweet reads as follows. Today, the At Real Donald Trump campaign sued to invalidate hundreds of thousands of fraudulent ballots in the western district of Michigan. First Pennsylvania, then Michigan will go to Trump. Affidavits will be published tomorrow. You will be shocked. Okay, that's what the tweet says. The latest lawsuit was filed with the Western District of Michigan. Giuliani added the affidavits from both suits will be published Thursday. The president's attorney said his team has collected the most shocking fraud evidence from Detroit, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Not that Pennsylvania won't try to cheat. Governor Wolf will cheat. But will be in every court possible because we're not going to let the Democrats steal Pennsylvania, the former New York City mayor stated. This is the Republican Party and a president who fights for you because they, Democrats, want to take your vote away. Now, Tom Finton tweeted the following. Pennsylvania alone may have invalidated 364,000 ballots because of illegality, illegally sorry, secretive counting. Giuliani responded, Tom, it's more like 600,000 plus unlawful votes in Philly and Pittsburgh. Giuliani added that submitted evidence of fraud makes for a very strong case, which means President Trump could win both Michigan and Pennsylvania. Now, as I have uh, shared uh, on this broadcast uh, during the course of last week, and i got to find the right one here. There we go. Uh, there is, I have here, uh, the electoral vote, college votes for 2020 by state so now if President Trump is able to take Michigan with their 16 electoral college votes and Pennsylvania with their 20 electoral college votes add to that he's he's already ta- he's North Carolina flipped and became Trump country with their fifteen electoral college votes. So in doing the fuzzy math thing that I often do on this broadcast, I call it the fuzzy math thing because I have to employ my calculator because my brain cells are at this time of night just aren't up to the task of trying to add numbers. So with North Carolina, okay, he was before North Carolina He was at 214 electoral college votes count. Now, you add North Carolina's 15 electoral college votes. That brings his total up to 229. Now, you add Pennsylvania's 20. That puts him at 249. And then you add Michigan with its 16. That puts him at 265. Okay? Okay. And of course, the numbers reduce there. But according to according to this story, okay, Michigan then Pennsylvania, all right. But now let's look at let's also look at the possibility of Wisconsin flipping, okay, or even Nevada, if Nevada flips to Trump because there's a lot of irregularities there, that's six electoral college votes. That would bring him to 271. Okay, If Georgia, which is in dispute, flips to Trump, that's 216 electoral college votes. That would bring him to 281. In either case, if Georgia or Nevada flip to Trump, and if Michigan and Pennsylvania also flip to Trump, as is, is likely the possibility, with all these factors added in, Trump wins, and the Democrats will lose their ever-loving mind when that happens. I'm not going to sit here and say if it happens. I'm going to say when it happens. Now, add insult to injury. Last night, Chief, I brought up on this broadcast how AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, or as we like to refer to her as, asshole on crack, and many Democrats are calling for retribution against Trump voters and supporters violence against Trump supporters, Trump voters. They know that, that if these court case, if these court battles are successful, Trump wins. So they're trying to twist people in a twist people's panties in a bunch to get them prepared to go out and commit acts of violence in the streets, rioting, looting, attacking people physically. If that, ha- if Trump does win, and, and I suspect he will, because I suspect these court cases may just flip the the script on Biden, and Biden, of course, you know, isn't going to like that, and neither is Cameltoe. Of course, I don't really give a shit if they like it or not. But let's face the reality. Now you've got Democrats calling for violence, retaliation, retribution against those who support and voted for President Trump. That is the most ridiculous and unheard of thing I have ever, I've ever seen in my life being called for. they're preparing to be sore losers now i ask you chief how is how is this even remotely sane to put it mildly
2: you're asking me about sanity you should ask somebody who <laughs> well, has Some, like some familiarity the with the subject
0: Watch the choice I mean you know
2: uh,
0: Remember yeah. who the host of the show is And and who and and and, and how his brain Tends to, to work it, it tends to go with logic Remember who
2: the caller is And that his brain doesn't work <sighs> So, I mean, if you're talking about, uh, you know, people calling for violence, uh, I, you know, just who they are, who their supporters are, uh, you know, I, I can handle losing. I mean, I've done a whole lot of that in my close to seven decades of wandering this planet, but, you know. You try harder next time uh, These people I don't know They they want to Well how does it go I want it all and I want it now That's That's, that's the uh, mentality
0: Yeah That's true Well I have a clip here that I'm going to play for everybody In just a second But I want to give you a little lead-in on this. The mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio's daughter, committed a Freudian slip? I don't think so. I think she said it right the first time when she said the following. Now, let me pull this clip up on the board. And trust me, I could not believe my ears when I heard this. Take a listen. Why do you think this
3: is so special?
0: Why is that ever so special? Well, for me, it's really special because now we have
3: the first black Asian female president in office, elected, and Joe Biden was able to steal. Steal mm-hmm. now. This is when you All right. I'm going to lose my ear. No, we your able to win. I'm gonna
0: to hear it proper Mayor Bill de Blasio's own daughter said that Joe Biden was able to steal the election and then she realized what she said and tried to correct herself she literally became flustered trying to correct herself Hmm. Freudian slip? I don't think so. Gunslinger, what you heard the clip? Do you think it was a Freudian slip? Gunslinger? Okay, Gunslinger has disappeared. All right, Chief, hearing what de Blasio's daughter said, do you think that was a Freudian slip?
2: Chief? Oh, excuse me, I had my phone on mute there. Uh, Was it a Freudian slip? Yeah, I... uh... Think it was because Freudian slips tend to be what you're actually thinking, as opposed to what you meant to say. So, but I, I'm always very suspicious of any um, any you know when you take these clip these short clips like that because um, a couple weeks ago there was this. Uh, clip that was floating all over the place about Joe Biden saying yes we have the uh, most inclusive voter fraud system in history or something like that and I uh, you know that was, that was a 24 second clip that was floating all over the place. Well, I played that clip on my show but I played a somewhat longer version and it was pretty clear that that wasn't what he was saying. It was totally out of context. He was not what he he meant to say or what he said, if you listen to the whole thing, was we have a system to ensure that every vote counts. If you have a problem thinking that your vote is being suppressed, we have lawyers, blah, 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 blah. Now, I think that was as equally nonsensical as is uh, a lot of what I've been hearing. But nonetheless, I played the entire thing because, you know, we've been hearing for over four years people taking clips of, you know, snippets of statements out of context about you-know-who or made by you-know-who to completely change the meaning of what was actually said if you look at the full context. So I'm always a little bit leery about these things. Nonetheless, she may have actually just said what she believed, not realizing she said what she believed. So there's that. Yeah, you know, I
0: I, I find it, you know, I find it odd that that she would try to correct herself when she said what she actually meant. And I agree with you on that. She actually said what she meant when she said that Biden stole the election. And, you know, I'll tell you something. I never thought in my lifetime I would see such an election as this. I
2: never, never did I think that would happen. Well, to that that's the point. When you said she tried to correct it, that's indicating that yeah, it was a Freudian slip to the point where, yeah, she she said what she believed, but didn't, uh, but you know, didn't want to in, in the Biden clip, and that's what people were. That's what got me to do a little bit of research to look for a longer clip. He didn't try to correct it. He just. It was like, how could he say this? And he was, you know, reading from notes when he said it. So I listened to a little, a little more of what he said, and yeah, he, what he said, at least in the context of the story that he'd been telling, it made sense. It wasn't trying to steal something. He was trying to ensure that nobody, that nobody stole anything. That's the way it came across, from what he from what he actually said in the one minute and fourteen second clip that I played on my show, as opposed to the twenty mm-hmm. some second clip that other people had played. So, there it is. But if she tried to, yeah, when when you when you say something that you meant that didn't didn't mean to say. That that then you try to you instantly go back and try to correct it. Yeah, then it's yeah. Okay. That's one of those. Yeah, I think she actually did get it right the first time. So there, that's the big, that's the big evidence for me that she realized she said something she didn't want to say, even if that's what she was actually thinking.
0: Yeah, I, I I turn to people at, at times, and I'll <clears throat> express my opinions, my thoughts, and I remember in one instance when I was living in my hometown, I went to a city council meeting, and we were me and a bunch of other folks were fighting against the the placing of of surveillance cameras on our public streets because the type of camera that was being proposed uh, had a 45 degree angle pitch and could do a 360 degree turn. Okay. Now the zoom on those cameras was also so strong that you could see the hair on the back of a fly. Where one camera was actually proposed going was across the street in the, business, in the downtown business district, but facing a building that had residential apartments above the stores, kind of like the old brownstones with the stores downstairs in, down in New York City. And we, a lot of us went up there. I went up last. And what I said was a Freudian slip, but it was in favor of not putting these cameras up. But everybody said, oh, he he, he did a, it was a Freudian slip. He didn't mean to say that. No, I did mean to say it. And what I said was, very simply, I looked at the mayor and I looked at the common council and I said, folks, <clears throat> I'm only going to say this to you because it needs to be said. If you put these cameras in place, who has control of the cameras? The police department does. And who is going to be monitoring these cameras? The police will be monitoring. Where is there going to be oversight to make sure that they are not abused in any way? Because obviously, according to the specifications, there is potential for abuse and what about downtown business district patrols, especially at night during the overnight period? Are you saying that these uh, these these patrols will not be necessary now because you um You're you're putting these cameras, you're going to put cameras in place? And they couldn't answer me. They could not answer me, or they chose not to answer. Which raised even more questions, which led to ultimately, aside from my questions, many more that followed from the rest of the uh, activist group that I was a part of called the Coalition for Creative Solutions, They, you know, we all had a hand in getting the common council and the mayor to vote down the idea of surveillance cameras on our public streets. Now, I don't know if that's changed over the years since I moved out of Peekskill, but, you know, it's up to the the people that live there now to decide whether they want surveillance cameras on their streets and less patrols or more patrols and no cameras. Now the same kind the same basic logic applies to elections. And here's where I and, and here's here's my, my my thinking on this. Okay. We have a voting system that's not perfect. We're aware of that. Many of us know that full well. Before they went to computerized garbage, as far as I'm concerned, there was a time, many of us who are old enough to remember when we went to vote, we had the old voting machines, those big metal canisters with the curtains on them. And you took this red handled lever and pulled it from left to right to close those curtains. And you had a board in front of you with the candidate's name, party affiliation, and so forth, and what they were running for and everything else, just like the ballots we have today for these electronic pieces of crap. Okay? Now, I remember those voting machines. You could not manipulate those machines. You could not rig those machines. You could not tamper with those machines. Because only certain people knew how to really work them internally. Okay? And they did not work for a Board of Elections. They worked for the companies that made those machines. The only thing Board of Elections workers knew how to do was remove the remove the tape, remove all the tapes that have the elect the votes on them and then put a fresh batch in. That's all that's we're required to do. And, of course, check you in, have you sign in the book, the whole nine yards. So when we went to these newfangled, computerized, mechanized pieces of garbage that they use today, it became a nightmare. Our elections started to have problems What happened in 2000 with Bush versus Gore, in my opinion, was a prelude, a prelude to what we're dealing with today, the very reality that voter fraud and voting irregularities exist, not that they're possible. Not that they can be discounted so easily by the mainstream media as they'd never happened. No. There is not one person on this planet with an ounce of brain matter, even those who, whose brain matter may be Swiss cheese, can say with any certainty, our voting system is fine the way it is. Because it's not fine. It's fucked up, incapable Nasty and extremely bad. Okay. The bottom line, folks, is this. And I've said this so many times on this broadcast, and, it, and I'm going to say it again. I personally feel that we should go back to the old voting machines with the toggle switches and the closing of the curtain with that big handle with the, with, with, that's painted red on the top, go back to what worked. Because as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Well, by doing away with those machines, they thought they were fixing the system. But then there's even more problems. Now you've got people registering dead people to vote. You've got people voting that moved out of the state, told the Board of Elections they no longer live there and to take them off the voter rolls, but they never were. And so that person got to vote in that state. So, yes, I do believe there needs to be an overhaul of the the election system in our country. But it needs to be done with an an overdose of common sense and done by people who actually give a flying fuck about, about voting in this country. It's really that simple. You want to overhaul the voting system in this country? Purge the voting rolls, like Chief, you said this earlier, of all these dead people. People that moved out of the state and are no longer eligible to vote in that state. And so forth. Until that happens, our election system in this country is going to continue to do do this to deteriorate at a very disgusting rate. I don't give two shits one way or the other whether people like what I just said or not. But the facts speak for themselves, and if the truth hurts, too fucking bad. Our system is broken. And it's the people that are behind the system that broke it. Overhaul the system. Go back to the original voting machines. No computers. Just the voting machines like, 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 like we had when I first started voting 39 years ago. And let me tell you something, folks. It worked. and the 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 thing about <clears throat> you know where you've got people committing voter fraud how much voter fraud was committed with those machines and if there was it got caught and that person's vote was invalidated it's not rocket science america it's common sense, and even a person whose brain is completely Swiss cheese can see that. And I love Swiss cheese, and I hate to use Swiss cheese as as as, as a as a, as a uh, pun or a you know way to explain something, but what other way is there? Our election system has more holes in it than a tree pecked by a woodpecker and those holes need to be plugged and the whole system revamped properly. That includes and not limited to going back to machines that were trusted, that worked and could not be tampered with unlike the machines we have today. Well, Chief, unfortunately, I'm going to have to call this a broadcast because it is time for me to get on out of here. But before I go, I want to say thank you to you and Gunslinger and Cherokee Rose and to Gene watching over on Periscope, and of course uh, to the to the person to to the folks watching on Twitch and all the other platform, and all the other video platforms. And, of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. Chief, I hope you'll join me again for another edition of this broadcast. You're always welcome here anytime. So, please, don't be a stranger. Oh,
2: I'll be back when the spirit moves me.
0: Well, hopefully it moves you to come more often. I truly hope it does. Because, like I said, you're always welcome here anytime. I know that. No, I'm just making sure that you know that because I wouldn't be a very good host if I didn't say so. So I'm saying so.
2: <laughs> or or are you doing to see Alphonson Gaston right now? After you. After you. <laughs> <laughs> no comment.
0: <laughs> and how many times do you, have you ever heard a journalist say no comment? Politicians, yes, but a journalist? I don't think so. All right, Chief. You have yourself a good night, sir. And uh, again, thank you for being here. And I hope to, I hope to have you back real soon. Uh, All right. It's always a pleasure to be here. And believe me, you do bring a lot of good information to the table, and you make it fun. So on that note, everybody have a great night and we'll be back Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. As I always say at the close, you all be good and if you can't be good, be careful and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. real simple and so we now go to the close of this evening's broadcast and of course to do that we got to do this Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, Send them to we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. And be sure to check facebook.com slash ffnoibn. That's facebook.com slash ffnoibn. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use Hashtag FFNOP, that's hashtag FFNOP, to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition.
3: That's
0: all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done.